What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. We can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. We look to the future but embrace our past. We study. We analyze. We race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. Through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection, we learn. How to make product for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
25 Molo here from Drumball. Kingsley turns that far sideways. Brian the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Bread, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Justified Cultures, Traction MXC Covers, and Moto Ice Wrap. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got none other than Davey Coombs. Davey, it's the week of the big race. How are you, my friend? Uh, good. A little, little tired, a little worn out, but uh, comes with the territory, I guess. Absolutely. It's uh, tis the season, they say. Uh, this this comes but once a year. Uh, basically, a, a home national for yourself. And uh, I can only imagine that uh, in, in this particular event, you've been uh, you, you've served it as a as a as a fan, hanging off the fences, uh, cheering on your favorite rider. You've uh, you've covered it as a as a, a pit reporter and an analyst, and then now uh, as basically uh, it's it's basically your party, and, and you're putting it on. So uh, like kind of all facets. Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, now that you mention it, and I just thought of this, uh, I qualified in 1985. The one year I rode rode nationals, but I didn't get a point, unfortunately, but uh, definitely rode the main event. But yeah, it's it's evolved over the years from uh, riding in the 7 to 11 class to, um, I guess, being uh, the co promoter along with my sister and my mom. And uh, it's it's been fun to watch it grow and, and, and continue to grow. And you know, this year we have a, a pretty much a whole new racetrack, and it's going to be live on NBC here in the states, and um, live all over the world on online on NBC Gold. So, uh, pretty pretty excited about how it's all developed. Absolutely, and uh, to quickly touch on the NBC Gold app, I huge fan of it. Uh, I'm cord cutter for uh, more uh, financial reasons than anything. I don't have uh, cable at home, but what I do have is the NBC Gold Sports, Sports Gold app, where uh, I I can be trackside between motos uh, on a Saturday and be watching these races on my phone, or I can catch up to them uh, later on in the week if I want to rewatch these awesome races like the the ones we had in Colorado. I think I've watched each moto about two or three times now already. Uh, I love that app and it's a great addition to the series that was already uh top notch well I, I appreciate that whenever nbc brought the idea to us one of the things we were adamant about was please make sure it's available in canada uh because <laughs> you guys always seem to get the short end of the stick with the the way the networks work up there and i, I i'm glad that uh, this has been a good development for sure, absolutely. I think uh, it, it's a huge way for uh, Canadians to connect with the series, and uh, we, of course, race on Sundays up here, so it uh, gives us an extra something to, to watch before uh, we turn our attention to the CMA, CMRC Nationals, which uh, which I think there's a, there's a Frenchman and an American so far, uh, one and two in the points, so uh, it's pretty exciting as well. Yeah, I've been watching that. The, the track from Prince George last week looked pretty cool, and uh, I, I knew Kristoff uh, wasn't done being fast, but uh, I think he's having a really good time up there. 
For sure. I think almost kind of shades of Davey Millsaps last year. Uh, the guy hadn't gone 1-1 as a professional or at all. Uh, and then uh, all of a sudden he's rocking, he's uh, putting off wins. And uh, that just kind of almost gets back to the amateur days feel where he, he, he was kind of uh, head and shoulders above the class. But uh, let, let's talk, uh, let's talk uh, AMA motocross. Uh, the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross AMA Nationals is, comes to uh, high point this weekend. And, uh, and I think the last time you put your, your knobbies into the soil on race day, uh, was probably on a, or a 2001 uh, 250F from Yamaha. And I'm not sure if it was a muddy day there or not. I think it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, are you talking about when I did the, go, the helmet cam lap? Yeah, those are awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, I've been on it many, many, many times since then. But yeah, it's been a while since uh, I was doing TV work. Uh, something had to, something had to give with the magazine growing and my family growing and um, MX Sports' role growing it was kind of obvious that the the thing i had to cut was being a pit reporter uh, yeah. but um yeah I, it used to be my um, highlight of my week to go out and ride practice with the guys and get to uh you know wear the camera and the only reason that i was doing it is because none of the riders wanted to wear it everyone used to think it was jinxed after uh jeremy mcgrath crashed the two times he, he decided to wear it so uh i i became the volunteer because uh, art ekman and david bailey uh, David certainly could have done it had he, you know, still been able to ride. And Art was never a rider; he was more of a tennis player. But uh, those are those are some good times. And and um, yeah, I I wouldn't dare do that today because uh, I would look incredibly old and slow compared to the way the guys are going now. But uh, good times. Absolutely. Now, uh, switching our focus to 2017, uh, the championship rolls in with six motos in both classes completed, five winners uh, in motos so far. That's unprecedented. In like uh, your moto knowledge is a little bit deeper than mine. Do you recall any a year where there is that much parity or at least that many uh, different winners to start off a season? That's uh, it's it's quite unprecedented. Yeah, it's certainly certainly. Uh... I, I can't, you know, remember two classes being like this. But what I can remember, uh, and and I, I pointed this out to the guys this week, uh, never has there been ten different moto winners over the course of ten consecutive motos. And by that I mean, it uh, Hangtown, Osborne, and Tomac won the second motos, and then right. at Glen Helen we had, let's see, Jeremy Martin. Uh, Marvin Muskan, Jason Anderson, and uh, Dylan who won the last Yeah, Dylan Friendness. And then in last week, of course, uh, it was just crazy with uh, you know Alex Martin, uh, Joey Sabachi, and then um, uh, oh Blake Baggett, Justin Justin <laughs> and, Bogle uh, of all people, and Justin and Justin Bogle, and those, those are ten names that you would not put together in a sentence uh, as consecutive winners. But yeah. Um, it, it's it's just weird that it's worked out like this because I was one of those people after Hangtown, I thought, oh man, we're going to have two guys run the table with Eli and Zach. And, um, you know, they, they, they just haven't been able to get back up there since. And uh, it's definitely, you know, turned the series from a, a potential yawner into a holy smokes, what's going to happen next? And uh, there's a couple of good guys that haven't won yet that are very capable. And uh, like Austin Forkner, for instance, um, and that, that was the other uh, interesting thing from last week, Brad. I, I've never, ever known a rider to go two, three in the motos and finish fourth overall. And you got to feel bad for Forkner because 
he was on the podium both times, but not on the overall podium. And uh, yeah, that that, that then, was wild. That's like almost going like nine nine for eleventh. Yeah, exactly. But um, when you have you know a four one, a one four, a three two, and a two three, uh, you are the odd man odd man out. And um, so anyway, it 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 it. it it's just wide open, and, and that's what we were hoping for. And um, definitely, uh, after a great Supercross season with uh, some really exciting finales, it's uh, even cooler to see this outdoors. For sure, it's uh, it sounds like uh, ever more or ever uh, like you're, you're ever more a, cha- a fan of this particular series as a, obviously as a young person and as as you were covering it uh, a fan of it. But now with the fact that uh, you've you've got a, a great amount of input on how the series kind of uh, is presented and uh, is promoted, um, to have a series like this that you can get excited about is uh, and then obviously we talked only one month ago about b- the possibility of these being snoozers and. Uh, and you were you were very optimistic, and uh, it's come to fruition. Um, I, I expect more of the same, especially because uh, out on the East Coast, a lot of these guys are not in familiar territory. Whereas some of the guys that would have normally struggled on the uh, on, on the on the the West Coast, now they're back in some familiar territory. Like Zach Osborne, I feel, uh, although he was sick last week, or I guess in, in Colorado, I I expect him to kind of have a bit of a uh, an, an upswing in the fact that uh, he's always gone well on these East Coast tracks. Yeah, and you know Zach is—he lives uh, about five hours from here, uh, literally in between uh, Muddy Creek and High Point. And uh, yeah, he should do well in the next few rounds. And um, uh, the way the weather is, like I'm, I'm sitting on my back porch, like getting ready to go out to the racetrack, which is only about 20 minutes away. Uh, and it rained really hard this morning. It rained really hard this morning, and so we had to delay the amateur day stuff and the women's MX. But uh, it should be really soft and tacky tomorrow, and uh, nice. it's supposed to be hot as well. And you know, when you're in West Virginia and you have, or, or as it were, Pennsylvania, which is uh, the track is about a half mile from the state line, um, it's really, really green here. So when the sun comes out after rain, it's like a sauna, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be a tough race tomorrow. I promise you that. Hey everyone, let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like zipper lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Maddie Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffay, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate JustifiedCultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at JustifiedCultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. 
Express your lifestyle with Justified Culture. Live what you love. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know if, why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing products. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it, these guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one of a kind. The reason why they're one of a kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick the everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you can have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with a viral brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support 
with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-pack of tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today and never settle. Humidity will play a factor. I'm excited about it, and especially because at this point in the series, uh, these guys got like they've, they've they've each got six motos under their belt and uh, some fitness that goes along with it. I, I don't think it's like it used to be where they used to ride themselves back into shape uh, like the uh, like a long time ago, but uh, it definitely uh, helps to have some motos under their belt. I think you're going to see the most fit guys on the weekend really uh, come to the top, and uh, like and honestly, like. These guys are all super fit, but you're like the, the cream is going to rise to the top as far as that goes. Um, additionally, to this race, I believe uh, we're throwing it back a little bit uh, to um, like the some some pretty cool days that we had in the early or mid 2000s, where uh, people were putting as much money into their pit bikes as they were uh, the sometimes even more than their uh, than their their daily drivers. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Well, we're having what's called Brian Villapoto's happy hour tonight. Uh, Ryan's coming I in. He's going to ride a, ride a two-stroke. There's going to be a pit bike race that uh, Rocket Rob Bidens is organizing. Um, I actually cut the grass on that yesterday on the track, uh, just trying to help batten down the hatches and tighten up the loose ends and all that. Uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, we are trying to go for you know the old vibe, but you know what, what you guys would have up there with the Walton, um, you know, race in August. We're we're trying to get that back at all of our nationals. Because uh, you know, to some extent, the racing's gotten so serious that uh, you don't see these guys really kick back and have much anymore. But uh, when you got a recently retired guy like Ryan Villapoto, or I'm sure Ryan Benji and Millville coming up, uh, will, they like to get out and mix up with the fans. They they have fun, and and um, it's also nice to hear a two-stroke uh, on a national track again, even if it's just for an exhibition. Um, we're doing our little part to. Uh, try and you know keep that dream alive and also give people a place to have fun on the smokers Absolutely. Well, I don't know if you've, like, I, I, for one, have been huge fan of this 125 Dream Race. We've had two rounds of that so far. I was able to be in person for one in Colorado. I'm crossing my fingers that I can, uh, can put some time, some time aside for the Washougal round. Uh, I know you're a huge fan of two strokes and just to hear that motor, uh, ringing out, uh, have you, have you caught much of that coverage and stuff like that? Because I'm a huge fan of it. And I think I'd, I'd love to see more of it. 
Yeah, for sure. And, and uh, we've been doing, uh, Racer X Films has been doing videos on the FMF Dream races, and I watch them from start to finish. And they're just, you know, Kyle Scott produces them for us, and, and they're just really flip the helmet cams and just the sound, especially in Colorado when they took off going up that hill. Uh, just a, a, a real nostalgic sound and smell and, you know, unmistakably uh, reminds me of the 90s. Absolutely. Absolutely. And not to mention the body language necessary to get the power down as well as not bogging the engine hauling up that hill. I think I saw a couple of guys hit second gear and then never get out of that gear because there's just, uh, it's, it's a tough bike to, uh, to get up that hill like that. But, uh, really, really cool. And you got a guy like Ryan Sipes comes out on a woods bike with an 18 inch rear wheel and, uh, and he's, he's, uh, chasing down these kids. And, uh, that's pretty cool. And then even to see him come out of the woodwork and race the national this weekend, not two weeks later that's pretty cool yeah well ryan ryan's uh he wrote his first national here his first national i believe was 2005 yep. and uh he's he's just been a uh a war horse over the years and you know he's from kentucky which is right next door and um he uh he looked good in practice yesterday he, we, we invited him to join the press day ride to help him get his motocross game on again and uh, I imagine he'll be in the points. Like I don't see him doing what he did in Indiana a couple of years ago, where he got third in the second moto in the mud. But uh, hopefully it won't be muddy. Uh, but yeah, he's um, he's fun to watch no matter what bike he's on. For sure. And uh, speaking of the track that he, he's now uh, uh, more accustomed to, uh, it's probably best that he got some extra time on it because there's been some serious changes to that track. Uh, um, what, uh, what what What's in store for these guys uh, coming in and the fact that uh, there's some big changes, especially right after that second turn? Well, we just thought it was time to uh, give the old girl a, a nick tuck, so to speak, and um, yes. we asked Randy Poulter to, to redesign and redefine everything and uh, he's done a, uh, he did a fantastic job. And if you want to get a glimpse of it before tomorrow, check out, um, com because, uh, Guy B got Christian Craig to wear the, uh, Garmin, uh, helmet cam. And, uh, he nice. took a lap and described the changes and it's, it's, it's a, it's a neat preview. The track will be much rougher tomorrow, uh, for race day for sure. Uh, we didn't just get up too much because we knew this rain was coming. But, um, yeah, it should be exceptional tomorrow, and uh, not only for the fans, but for, uh, I, I think, the riders as well. For sure, and I'll put a link to that in the uh, in the description of this uh, this podcast, so people can click to that while they listen, uh, and then they can watch that. I think that'd be a, a great thing to take in. Um, as far as uh, your uh, your riding, and and uh, like obviously you're you're deep into the sport of motocross, but also still an enthusiast, and um, uh, at, at as many times as you can a participant. How many times you've been able to uh, crack a throttle here in 2017? And uh, uh, when you, when you do go out there, what are you on, and uh, what are you dressed head to toe in? Uh, I, I'm lucky enough to be able to kind of choose uh, whatever gear I want to wear. But uh, yes. uh, right now, I would say fly, since uh, the National Series sponsor. Uh, during Supercross, I had some boxy gear on. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, I don't get to ride as much as you would think, uh, simply because there's so much work to do at the races and, and uh, me getting hurt might not be a, a good uh, way to go about the summer, but I'll be no. certainly riding much more, much more this fall. And I'm looking forward to doing a couple of helmet cam laps for fun. Last year I did Southwick on a CRF 150, and Loretta Lynn's on that old CR 125. 
um, poached some laps, I guess you'd say, when no one was looking. And um, I definitely plan on doing some of that. But as far as racing goes, I haven't lined up behind a starting gate in about three months. Oh, fair enough. Well, uh, I, I personally would love to see, and I know it would be a stretch because you're a super busy guy that particular week, but if, if Davey Coombs could make a, an effort to come back to uh, Loretta Lynn's and race in, in a class, uh, first of all, what class would you uh, would you race in? And uh, is there any possibility of that happening anytime soon? Well, the problem with Loretta Lynn's is you have to do an area qualifier and yes. you have to do a regional qualifier. And it doesn't matter what the last name on your jersey is. You cannot Ooh. skip those events. You know, you, you can, no one gets a pass. And to give you an example, my sister-in-law, Jessica, uh, she grew up racing, raced her whole life. Uh, she had uh, her son, Cade, and missed the area qualifiers. And she went to my mom and said, Nan, can, can I please race the regional remember i had i had big dave's grandson in my belly and i couldn't do the areas and my mom said i don't give a shit what your last name is you are not riding the regional <laughs> there you so, go that's putting your yeah, butt down that's serious yeah that's that's the way mom rolls and and you know at the red lens we have a saying you know if you live by the rules you die by the rules and you never have to feel bad and so we have to say no even to ourselves and uh, so you won't see me out there in the plus 40 class or the plus 25 class uh, anytime soon, uh, as long as I have these other big responsibilities. Uh, I would probably have to do it a regional this weekend, uh, which is you know happening yeah. somewhere else in the country. Uh, that that Mill you know, Creek possible for me. Yeah, Mill Creek. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's great to see that you're still an enthusiast and you still are a participant within the sport because I always talk about the sport as a participant-based sport. You don't have, uh, like, not everyone that goes to a hockey game is a hockey player. Not everyone that goes to a football game has ever had the pleasure of uh, of being uh, uh, either getting a quarterback sack or being on the recipient end of one of those. Um, but it's it's often interesting to see the the. the the dynamic of people on the motor at a motocross race, especially the outdoor nationals, because uh, it's often those who were on that very same soil on the other side of the fence only one day ago, or maybe even in, in the case of Millville, plan to be riding it the very next day. Um, is that kind of is there like kind of like a, a you take pride in the fact that these guys that the, your uh, spectators, a lot of your enthusiasts, are uh, are, are participants and uh, are, are right in there with you? Well, sure. I mean, you know, it's 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 the moto life. You know, we're all in this together, and it, it, no matter what we may think or try to do, you know, motocross is a niche uh, motorsport. You know, compared to people who drive cars or or people who ride street bikes. Um, uh, so you know, we're we're kind of a, a you know, um, it's our own little carousel. You know, one day you're you're on and racing, and the next day you're watching, and the next night you're watching on TV, and you know, we, we, we try to do this every day of our lives. So, um, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm no different than, than you. I, I just have a better seat. <laughs> <laughs> a great seat it is, man. Well, uh, I know you've got a ton of stuff to do this week and uh, leading or today, leading up to tomorrow's uh, races and stuff like that. I, I, lo- I love that you're able to give me some time and always appreciate it uh, and giving the uh, the Big MX listeners uh, something to look forward to and something to enjoy and uh, keep doing everything that you're doing and uh, the ideas and the, the, the execution is unreal. Um, like, I'll for, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for all that you do and uh, uh, I really enjoyed speaking with you today well i appreciate it wish me luck tomorrow and uh take care